This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The Environmental Protection Agency and agriculture industry groups agree there needs to be more certainty around the waters of the U.S. rule. But an EPA official says the agency is going to be proactive about rewriting WOTUS instead of waiting on the Supreme Court to make a decision. Earlier this year, the Supreme Court agreed to review Sackett versus EPA, a dispute regarding whether or not certain wetlands are considered waters of the U.S. EPA Administrator Michael Regan spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. He says the agency is being proactive about writing a new WOTUS rule while it waits for the Supreme Court's decision. Stopping the clock and waiting for the Supreme Court rule on the Sackett case would not be the best use of any of our time in terms of getting to that level of certainty. The reason being is the Sackett case won't address all of the concerns that we are addressing through our proposed rulemaking. So what we need to do is get as far as we can with as pragmatic of a rule as possible to begin to provide that certainty and durability and be positioned to adjust to the Sackett case. Michael Formica with the National Pork Producers Council says his organization would like to see EPA slow down on the process and wait for more clarification. Until they know what the Supreme Court is going to say, it really is just a waste of time and resources that could be better spent on on things like uh, you know providing uh, E15 for drivers across the country. Because why why come out why spend all the time and resources have all these regional hearings, um, bring people all over the country to draft a rule uh, that you're just going to have to redraft come January. On Monday, the EPA and Army Corps of Engineers will kick off virtual roundtables to discuss a definition of WOTUS. Steve Davies has more details in his story on agripulse.com. Global food commodity prices fell slightly in April. That's according to the UN Food and Agriculture Organization's Food Price Index out today. The decline was mostly driven by an easing of corn and vegetable oil prices, even though many international markets continue to grapple with the impact of the war in Ukraine. The FAO index averaged 158.5 points in April, a decline of 0.8% from March. Keep in mind, the index is still nearly 30% higher than what it was a year ago. Philip Brasher has more on agripulse.com. Producers can expect to see new disaster funding soon. Spencer Chase has the latest. Producers should have a better idea of the support they can expect to receive under the Emergency Relief Program for crop losses due to drought or wildfires. Last year, Congress allocated $10 billion to disaster relief for producers who suffered losses due to wildfires, droughts, hurricanes, winter storms, and other eligible events in 2020 and 2021. Payments for similar losses in previous years have been allocated through USDA's WIP Plus program, and USDA Farm Program Undersecretary Robert Bonney says crop losses will have a new program announced soon. The announcement would follow the March rollout of the Emergency Livestock Relief Program, which used existing data from producers. That's something Bonney would like to replicate for crop farmers. We've tried to do this in a way, and I think we were successful on the livestock side, that reduces the burden on producers to provide additional data. We're trying to use as much existing data as we can. We'll do the same thing on the on the crop side. So, you know, you saw the livestock data we got in for LFP came in January 31st. Two months, a little bit more than two months later, we're out with the program, and days after that, we've got, we've got checks in the mail. The relief is expected to come in two phases. The first will use existing crop insurance and other data to calculate payments. 
A second phase coming later will fill assistance gaps and cover producers who did not participate in eligible risk management programs. The previously announced livestock program is also expected to have a second phase of support. Reporting for AgriPulse, I'm Spencer Chase. Now here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. From 2019 to 2020, U.S. agriculture reduced its overall emissions by 4.3%. Sustainability, it's just what farmers and ranchers do. Learn more at fb.org slash sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.